I'm here, so. <laughs> I'm Shea Gibbs Alexander, and I'm down to dunk. Howdy, Oklahoma. My name is Chet Holmgren, and I'm down to dunk. Dead gum. I'm Josh Giddy, and I'm down to dunk. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to dunk. <laughs> I have, I don't, is that like you eat it together? Everybody tells okay. him to get the bag of burgers. I need like a straw, like. <laughs> Howdy. I, I'm, a, I'm an artist on the court. This is Jay Will, and I'm down to dunk. My name is Kenrich Williams, and I'm down to dunk. It might be Aaron Wiggins. This is a troll. It's a troll. I'm trolling. Howdy, Papa. Because I, I think it would take away from who he is, you know? Yeah, 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 but. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Oklahoma. <laughs> I love Oklahoma to death. This is Lou Dort, and I'm down to Dort. Perfect. Good. Very good. I like the hat. You bro. like the hat? Yeah. <laughs> Vava, this is J Dub, and I'm down to dunk. I've been doing a lot of dunking. <laughs> uh, good morning, and welcome to Down to Dunk, episode one, four, three, one. You can find us on the Athletic and everywhere else. You subscribe to your podcast. Go to theathletic.com/slash down to dunk and get the Athletic for one dollar a month for six months. I am Luke, joined this morning by Slam Through. Slam through. Taylor. Hey, it's me. <laughs> Slam through. And Jay. <laughs> it's Jay. You did it, man. Wow. I've, ne- I've never done the intro ever. Wow. People are going to be wondering. There you go. They they won't even question that. I, I, I thought for a second I looked over and thought Luke was here. Yep. Yeah. So. It's the all-star break. It's the all-star break. It's the all-star break. Let's go through all of the, the all of the events break. real quick. <laughs> it's the all-star uh, break. It's the all-star break. I want to I want to sit here and name cap, every person legs. in the celebrity game and tell me if you even know who they are. Okay. I, okay. I know some of them. Okay, here we go. Um for team Shannon Sharp, who his assistant coach is 50 Cent. I know both wow. of those guys. Yeah. I know both those guys. Uh, here are, I'm not going to be able to pronounce some of these. To be yeah. Honest. There's a lot of like F1 racers. Just try. And Anuel AA. Nope. Nope. Kai Sinat. No. Connor da- Daly. Daly. No. Walker Hayes. Yes. Who's Walker Hayes? He's a country music star. Okay. Maybe. Um, maybe. Quincy. I- sounds like country music. Quincy Isaiah. Nope. No. Jewel Lloyd. No. no, Micah Parsons. Yes, yes. Who's Play, Micah Parsons? Plays football the, for the Cowboys. Okay. Yeah, very good football. Yeah, very player. good. Lily Sam. Lily what? Sam. No. That's Lily Singh. Yes. Who's Sing, she? Sing ha. Huh? Who's she? There's an H. Yeah. Low well, like Sing. I like don't know. Who VJ is. Singh, who used to play golf. S I N G H. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that's his daughter. Yeah. Uh-huh. Is it really? Yep. No, I don't know. Sir. Uh, niece. Sir. Nope, don't know, sir. That's just a person? S, lowercase i, capital R. Oh, I like that. So it's probably maybe pronounced S-I-R. That's a musician. I believe it's sir. Yeah, that's a musician. Okay. Dylan Dylan Wang? No. No. Uh, Okay, on to the next team. Stephen A. Smith is the coach, so I might tune in now. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm in. Uh, Lil Wayne and Asia Wilson. Like, I know who all those are. Yeah. Um, Meta World Peace, of course. Oh, wow. That's cool. Jack Ryan. Uh, 
I do know this. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So number one is it's the same name as the guy that's in like all of the Tom Clancy movies. I was gonna say, oh, isn't okay. he like a character? Like, well, no, but that's not that who it is. Uh, obviously. Is this John, Krasin- is this John Krasinski? Like as yeah, the this character? is not a fictional character. Uh, <laughs> they should do I that. I do know who that, that is would though. Be, uh, wouldn't that be great if it was like people? Yeah, put as Reacher. Their Get Reacher on the floor. What Reacher? they would do? Yeah, dude. Yeah, Reacher. Yeah, bro. Yeah, it's cool. It's not very good actually. Like the second you, season is not that. It's awesome. I love watching it, but I'm like the writing makes me uncomfortable. Like sometimes the dialogue, I'm like, oh. But it's still, I watch every episode. Season, I, I've i kind of stopped season two. Should I keep going? Yeah, man, why not? Is it, all right, yeah. whatever. All right. Um, CJ Stroud, yes. Yes. I do know him. Oh Rookie of the year, quarterback for the Houston Texans. Another very there's good a really football cool, player. There's a really cool video on the Athletic Football Show's YouTube page where they're interviewing him, and they're like going over his tape, and he's like, so excited about it and like so and he's seems it's very, great if it's i was in houston cool. i'd feel kind of like the thunder last year yeah oh yeah uh gianmarco tambiri Tam- tambourine no tambourine 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 oh john marco tambourine yeah uh no uh adam blackstone oh hold on no you're thinking of the grill I'm thinking of uh, what's the guy? Oh, the Blackstone. Yes, the griddle. I'm thinking have, yeah. of the grill. Yeah. Natasha well, Cloud. Nope. No. Jennifer Hudson. Yes. yes. Wow. Tristan Jass. Nope. Yes. That's the curly head blonde guy he's who's the, really good at the YouTube basketball guy. Does yeah. all the trick shots. He's a YouTuber. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know who he was. And then he was at, there was like a small celebrity game at um, the in season tournament. And I was sitting with somebody who knew who I was. I was like, I don't know who that is. But now I know who he is. He had a signing that. at the All-Star game last year at that mall I yeah. was working in. Yeah, yeah. And the line was, like, insane. Yeah, people really like him. I don't know. A.J. McLean. Uh, yeah, from That's Backstreet Boys. Him. Oh, yeah. Is that oh, that, who yeah. that is? Yeah. Kwame on, on watch on Watchy. Nope. Isn't cool. there a K-pop guy on this team now? Tune in to the Celebrity Game. So, so here's the deal. That actually probably speaks more against us than yeah. it does. 100%. I think we're not cultured. 100%. 100%. Yeah, or relevant anymore. Right. We need to get some young blood on here. That's supposed to be me. You I'm used sorry. to be supposed it. Supposed to be you. You at least um, knew who the YouTuber was. I'll get okay. my son. My son will be here next week. Can't imagine. Yeah, watch. Get care. a 10-year-old in here, and they're like, yeah, that's like the biggest person oh, you ever. You don't know who on, oh, my, on you're such an idiot. Yeah, oh, that's okay. how I know. Um, okay. Uh, let's pick the, the winners of each of that game? Saturday uh, night. I'll of go that Stephen game. A. Smith. Stephen A. Smith. I will watch. They did do the best job they've ever done with the coaches, though. Yeah, the that coaches. That is like all the star power is on the coaches. Yeah, for real. For real. That might be for us, though. Yeah. I don't know. We're not. We are not that uncultured. I mean, we are, yeah. but we're not that uncultured. Like I we mean, know they who, used like, to get like Bieber in this game. Yeah, I know. I know. Like everybody. Yes. Okay. All right. I don't have. I am lame. All right. I'm yeah, super yeah. We lame. Need to stop. All right. Okay. We're <laughs> I'm very ourselves. uncultured. I'm lame. All okay. Sorry, I even said anything. Okay. Skills challenge. We have team Pacers. The number ones, man. Team top picks. Team All Stars. Team Top Picks. Team Top Pick is Paolo and Edwards and Victor Wembanyama, which is very fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, team Pacers, which just seems—I mean, it's obviously just because it's an indie. Halliburton, Matherin, and Miles Turner. That would be a shocking win. Scotty Barnes, Tyrese Maxey, Trey Young, though, could do it. 
That's an yeah. interesting one. They shouldn't put Scotty Barnes in there. I'm a big Scotty Barnes hater now. I'm going Team All Star. Hold on. What do you what? So the All Stars are Scotty, Tyrese, and Trey. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, yeah, that is a good one. I'm gonna go with that one. All right. I'm going top picks. Yeah, top picks is fun. Yeah, that uh, that actually should be a fun one. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's that should be probably the best one. Uh the Starry three point contest. Which uh Starry's doing this again this year, but they put a um a, a case a, of Starry in every media member's room. I forgot about that last year. And so many cases of Starry remained in media members' room after they left. Yeah. <laughs> you had a twelve pack in your room. I drank one, you drank did you even drink? I don't think I drank one. I had, I'd had, but the thing about it is, you walk out of the hotel, and there are people from Starry handing you Starry outside mm-hmm. of the hotel. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, it's just all over the place. I think their goal was for you to take that and put that in your carry-on. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Taking it's like, it. what did you? How could I, mean, I would be more concerned with the people that were able to drink a case of Starry in like three days? I know some people do it. Was it Starry Zero? Do they have Starry? They do have Starry Zero. It was not Starry Zero. Mm. I wouldn't. I Isn't Starry just it. Sierra Mist? It is. It is. Yeah. It is. Well, rebranded it's Sierra Mist. Re- rebranded, but it tastes a little different. I don't know. Does it? I'm not ever going to try. I've had, it I've had it once. I'm you just kidding. I knew there was a Starry Zero. I don't Zero. really know. I don't know either. I don't really know. I've had it. I've had it. I've had it. Okay. It's fine. Guys, okay. I've had it. Okay. okay. Uh, three point contest. Keep going. Jeez. All right. God. Malik Beasley. Why? Why is he in this? Make yeah, dead he's made me. he's made a ton of threes. Yeah, but this year, as many as Isaiah Joe. Uh, let's find at out the same efficiency. Let's find out. No way. There's no way. It's just the disrespect, man. The disrespect for the Thunder. Malik. No one even talks about. Let's see how many he has made. He's made 156 threes. <laughs> That's a lot. Not even close to Isaiah. 350. It's it's got to be way more. Actually, 351 attempts is a, is a lot. Yeah, 351 attempts, 156. The Bucks are trash, dude. Why do they have two people here? They What's got that, two like people eight starting. They lost oh last night to the Grizz. Yeah, that was bad. To Zaire Smith and uh, Gigi. Gigi Jackson. But this is, it's got to be like way more. Yeah, he's, Isaiah just got made 99, 99 to 232. I was like, there's no Dang way it. he's taking that many. Beasley's taking a ton, made a ton. Uh, Jalen Brunson. Who wants to watch Malik Beasley in the That's what I'm saying. Contest? Not it me. Just, I don't care if he makes a lot, but I'm like, pfft. Also, is Jalen Brunson an efficient three-point shooter? Yeah. Yeah. Like 50s? Four, no. He's like 41% <laughs> on like six attempts per game. Yeah, I and like it. I'm glad he's in good. there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Love Jalen Brunson. Uh, Tyrese, Tyrese Halliburton. Sure, I got it. Pander to the Indianapolis nah, people. Yeah. Lillard. Really good. Got it. Markinen. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell. Yep. Carl Anthony Towns. Sure. Trey Young. Who you guys who you guys got? Who Did, is Lillard won it last year? Is Lillard actually the worst three point um, shooter this year out of all of them? As far as percentage goes? I think he might be. He, uh, what is he shooting? I think I think seventy three percent. Seventy three percent is horrible. <laughs> he is shooting thirty four percent this season. That's probably true. He is the defending champ, though. Yeah, I, so think I think it's going to, to be your title. Tyrese Halliburton. Um, I'll bet it. I'll bet you it's going to be Malik Beasley. 
God. I will be just raging. I'm not going to watch it, but... <laughs> um, what about this uh, Steph versus Sabrina three-point challenge? They actually have That's it... That's cool. They have it in here on NBA.com. Stefan versus Sabrina. Who wouldn't, does anybody call him Stefan anymore? Literally no one. Like, why would they put that Sometimes there? when I say Steph, I feel like I should say Stefan. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Why? I don't know. Because I'm weird. Hmm. I'm an odd person. Yeah. yeah. All I've right. got well, some problems. They did this for you. Okay. Yeah, makes sense. Okay. So uh, they're going to go ahead I think head that's to head. fun. I think that's cool. I wish you want to really get me so, into it. Bring in Caitlin Clark. Yeah, for real. That and honestly, Caitlin Clark. yeah, honestly, that would everybody would tune in for that. Yeah, right. I mean, no offense to Sabrina. I mean, offense. Um, okay, so the the rules of this matchup: four ball racks with four game balls and one money ball. The fifth rack with a special all money ball rack. Two starry range shots. The game ball's worth one, money ball's worth two, the starry range shot's worth three. Steph will shoot from NBA line, and Sabrina will shoot from the WNBA line. I think she wins. I bet she she does, too. Yeah. That'll be fun. That'll be different. Yeah, I like that. Uh, And then the slam dunk contest. Who cares? (sighs) Jalen Brown, which is unlike. Who cares? At least we got a star in there. Shout out to Jalen Brown for actually having the guts to do it. It's going to backfire because he's not going to be very good. He is going to be good. He should dunk everything with his left hand. Somebody said that the other day. <laughs> Gosh, that's good. Or what if he's or dribble like up to it with up the left and hand? loses the ball. <laughs> dribble up and lose it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Uh, uh, Jamie Jacquez, as Pal Gasol Dude, would say. I, I didn't hear that. No, he didn't. Yeah. D- so you didn't listen to the Wednesday pod, obviously. So... The wasn't it the Wednesday pod or was yeah. it yeah yeah Andrew and Alex mentioned it how it it's, how does that happen made me giggle I hadn't heard that let me see if I can find it how does that happen the, a Spanish <laughs> <laughs> he must have just surely like got way too in his head and been like yeah Jamie Jamie Jackass. <laughs> How does that happen? It is so you are funny. genuinely perplexed. I'm gonna have. I am so confused of any of like any. Who's the most popular Spanish speaking player ever? Uh-huh. Who's the biggest Spanish speaking player ever? It's Pal. Yeah, yeah. or Alex Abrinas. Mm-hmm. Or Alex Abrinas. Abrinas. Let me see if I can find it. I'm gonna have to scrub through this real quick. But um, oh. so we can talk about dunk contests as I find this real quick. Okay. Um. Actually, want to? I'm gonna try to cut it and put it as a live drop because it's so funny. Um, uh, Jalen Brown, Jamie Jacquez Jr., um, <laughs> Mac McClung, and Jacob Toppin. Golly, <laughs> Jacob Toppin. Can, I I just I am like I am so mad about this. I think it's so dumb. I really really hope it's Brown or Jamie that wins it. Because if Mac. it's not, it'll be McClung. McClung is so freaking good, but like this is the last time. This is the last time. Yeah, you cannot. It is an embarrassment to the NBA to have a G Leaguer win this thing. Yeah, I and agree. like I know that the the Sixers signed him last year, basically just so that he could wear a Sixers jersey <laughs> while he's dunking. But 
give me a break. Like don't like you got to stop this. Like you you have to stop letting it be G League dominant. I am it's just not good. And, and I hope that's like Jalen Brown's thing is like, you know what? The slam dunk contest has this tradition, this history of yeah. superstars winning. Yeah. Some of the best players in the league have won this thing. Yeah. I and a G Leaguer is going to win. Yeah, I hope I hope Jalen Brown. Honestly, I hope it's that Jalen Brown wins because like there's always a rookie that wants to participate. Jaime's a weird one, um, just because he's just not that athletic. Yeah. So I don't know, but I really hope Jalen Brown wins, just so it's like, and he gets like everybody. I hope everybody loves it. I hope everybody loves him. I hope he gets lots of money endorsements and that it reignites the dunk contest i'm putting way too much hope into this that's yeah, not gonna happen gonna at all apart. it's probably gonna it's be Jaylen brown that's probably gonna be mac mcclung that wins and then everybody's gonna be like oh man i don't know i just i'm i'm over the dunk contest he's really really good like he does some really cool stuff but we're like one step away from it just being like professional dunkers right. coming in. YouTube dunkers coming yeah. in. And and I like, would and honestly be okay with that compared to this. Like I either want just NBA players or should, professional dunkers. They they really need it really needs to be cuz I mean like think like Paul George. Like we we always think about like going back in the day, but Paul George is in the dunk contest. Like they're like in like recent history, there have been players. Are they just not asking people? Oh, they're definitely asking people. Like I'm saying, but like, okay, maybe you're not going to get the first ring of like all star caliber guys. Yeah, but you don't think like if they would have asked J Dub to do it, Dub would do it. They, I think that they want. I think that they honestly would love it if J Dub would do it. I think everybody's saying no. Dub, it let all, us know. It all starts with LeBron. It all starts with LeBron Coward. saying he would do it and then not doing it. So, I, don't I know. understand it. It's well, not that's really, why Jordan's better. It's not really a. I mean, For it's real. kind of a lose lose opportunity, you know, unless you win. Unless you're, yeah, unless you win and then it goes down in the history books. And then it's a win lose yeah. lose. But there's like, why isn't Anthony Edwards doing the dunk contest? Oh yeah, yeah he definitely right. should. You know, look and look at what happened when Zach Levine and Aaron Gordon did it i feel like that boosted their reputation in everyone else's mind 100%. like oh these guys are like okay i really like them now so aaron gordon got robbed but that was one of the best dunk contest that might be i think that's the best dunk contest i've ever seen live since i've watched the yeah it's been it was um, it was amazing and, and they're not like these top tier stars i'll never ever forget watching vince carter yeah be the best dunker the game has ever seen yeah he was unbelievable that was unreal yeah he was so so good um, web you, know, you guys gonna he did that dunk where he crossed his feet that's cool yeah he was like <laughs> four seven yeah he was three ten i think are you guys gonna no are you guys gonna watch the uh rising stars yeah i'm gonna watch tonight? it oh yeah. yeah yeah is that tonight yeah yeah bro tonight uh yep we got one team with Dub and Chet. Mm-hmm. And Jamie Jacquez. Let me see if I can. <laughs> so I'm just going to continue, continue to build strength in my, in my, um, my roster. And I'm going to go with uh, Jamie Jacquez or Jacquez um, Jr. He even corrected Heat. himself. He's, he's playing extremely well. Another great pick. Um, 
by Miami. She's really like his game, overall game. His competitiveness, his poise. Uh, he, he competes, and he's, he's just got a great all-around game. Okay, so Powell hasn't actually watched a game. No. Uh, just like his uh, poise. His composure. <laughs> his competitiveness. <laughs> Jamie Jacket. He goes, Jamie Jacket or Jack Wes. He, he corrected himself and still felt like he <laughs> didn't speak Spanish as his first language. Did he think? Did he think this is like? Oh, he's probably some American. Oh, absolutely, kid absolutely. That's what he like thought. This. Yes. They like absolutely. There's no name. other way. If he would have known that that Jaime Jaquez was Hispanic, he would have immediately gone to. Yeah. That's it. Surely, that is wonderful. Actually, oh, it's so funny. Jamie Jacquez. So good. Uh, okay. Let's move on. I mean, East or West for All-Star Game? Oh, East or West? Uh, West. West, West. Man. Let's go West. Uh, okay. Let's let's move on. I thought it would be kind of interesting to look at the team this year compared to last year at the All-Star break. And so I um, I threw some numbers in our uh, rundown here and thought we'd just talk through them a little bit. Um, so at the All-Star break this year, the Thunder are second in net rating at a plus 7.3. Last season, 2023, just one year before, they were rated 10th, with but with a plus 1.5 net rating. I mean, it's been – it's just like through the roof. Last year, they were 13th in offense at a 114. This year, they are 4th in offense at a 119. And then in defense, they were 11th at 112. And uh, this season, they're 4th at a 111.9. So just crazy impressive what they've done in years' time. Um, and also, they were a lot better at this time last year than I remembered them being. Mm-hmm. They were good. I mean, that's a good. I mean, that's a good. Yeah, team. like those are pretty good numbers, honestly. Yeah, they were still. Year. They were still twenty eight and twenty nine at the All Star break. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wild. And tenth seed in in the Western Conference. Yeah, and it, it, you'll have to correct me on this, Andrew, because I can't remember. But were they? Didn't they start out slow and then kind of had like a above five hundred record after the first ten games or something like yeah, that? Yeah, they started out and kind of we kind of thought that oh man they're going to be like in. <clears throat> Like in the running for Victor Wimby. Wim- for Victor Wimbanyama, yeah. I was like, okay, yeah. Through boy, were we wrong? Through like eleven games, they were four and seven. Through let's see, they were eight and thirteen at one point, and let's see, yeah, eleven and eighteen. Mm-hmm. I mean, there were some rough, there were some rough patches there. You know, December thirty first, they they lost to Philadelphia. I don't know if you guys remember, they got killed by Philly on New Year's Eve last year, and they were fifteen yeah, and twenty vaguely. fifteen and twenty one after that loss on wow. New Year's Eve. And then they had an amazing. And then January. they just like just ripped off a ton of games. Yeah, they ended and, up having that. They scored, I think, one hundred and fifty three against the Rockets. Yeah, in, there in January and February. Well, remember there was a. There was a period of time during that January, February, where it was like, man, they cannot get, they can get to 500, but they could not get above 500. Right, yeah. Remember that? Yeah. And they, yeah. I mean, they continued all the way to the end of the season. Yeah. I think they got over it for like one game. Yeah. They came out of the All Star break and lost like five in a row. That's exactly right. 
after yeah after the All Star break, they lost five in a row. They lost to Utah. They lost to the Suns. They lost to Sacramento. They lost to Sacramento twice, and then lost to the Lakers and were twenty eight and thirty four. So this is interesting because I looked. I went back and looked at the last three podcasts right before All Star break last year. Uh huh. These were the uh, titles of them. Uh, Basley Moose traded at deadline. Yeah. Play in push. Play in push. Sarich fit. Yeah. And then J Dub OKC's second star. So it was like right here that J Dub started actually picking it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah he and was being like, oh, okay, this guy has yeah. like really figured it out. Something's clicked here. Um, but the play in push, we were thinking, yeah, I think they could they could go for play in. They're looking better this month than in mm-hmm. February. Mm-hmm. And then they come out of All Star and lose five in a row. And we we're like, oh, we man. start looking at lottery picks. Yeah, yeah it's like. Yeah. Uh, Man, Last we're gonna year get was like, so weird because we were there was so much talk of remember how mad people would get at you uh, for yeah. talking about the lottery last year. Yeah, people still get mad at me for things, just new things. Well, yeah, just <laughs> new things. But and and I was looking at comments. Of you're the, not you're not mad enough that they didn't get Andre Drummond. Yeah, yeah, we yeah we have Andre Drummond. Why did they sign Lindy Waters? The time? Yeah, Lindy. Oh, the the Lindy Waters of vitriol that I experience was very interesting to me yeah but yeah i mean it was truly like they they went through and you look at the pattern here on basketball reference and it's like it really is like up and down and up and down Mm -hmm. up and down i mean that's and that is like a young team you know and they ended the season pretty well but it was it was dicey there because remember like the the mavericks like bowing out yeah if they would have done that the thunder would have had they may have they still had a chance. They controlled their own destiny, but there were a few games where they needed a win. But yeah. the Mavericks kind of... You had, like, down the stretch, you had that J-Dub tip-in for the win against Detroit at home. You know, where Detroit's, like, terrible. Like, Corey Joseph hits the shot. It's like, Corey Joseph is going to beat the Thunder, you know? Yeah, they lost to Charlotte that same week. They lost to Charlotte, yes. Yeah, that was bad. That was... There were some, there were some rough games at the end where it was just like they're limping toward the finish line. Yeah, Shea didn't play in that Detroit game. And they still managed to win. J-Dub was 27 Gosh, that's right, because six. that week we were like, dude, they could really – they could almost cement their yeah. play-in play in status or position, and, mm-hmm. and they just kind of mm-hmm. struggled all week. Part of that yeah. was because Shea's injury. And, of course, I was just like, it's fake. They're faking it. They're pulling them out so we can go to the lottery. <laughs> God, get a top ten they don't want to make so it. Weird. They don't want to make it. It's uh, so funny. And also about that podcast, I, that J-Dub, OKC second star, that sounds pretty obvious now. Last year, that was kind of a take. Yeah. Was that was take. like a hot take. Yeah. Because people were very mad about, they thought it was disrespecting Giddy. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. I think well, no, no. I went back and looked. At really? Yeah. I think that it was is more, what the I thought it was, was more like people just assuming that Chet would be that guy. There wasn't a lot. I mean, Chet wasn't playing. It and is so people so, were saying that, but like Giddy so was funny considered in the second. To think about the guy. fact that people were like, you were underselling Giddy for what comparatively to J Dub, and you watch them this year, and you're like, oh. J-Dub will be elite in yeah. like well, a year. The yeah. most interesting stat that I found, and I put it put it in the doc too, <clears throat> is drives per game. Last year, Josh Giddy had 12 drives per game. Mm-hmm. J-Dub had seven. 
This year, J-Dub has 12 per game, and Giddy has 7. They have completely flip-flopped their roles from last year. Which is why Giddy has felt. So, he, I wanted to at least... So, in that as well, like you can see, statistically, almost across the board, Giddy is worse this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he's scoring less points, less rebounds, less assists. I mean, he's his percentages are like 1% better from the three-point line and 5% better from the free-throw line, but everything else yeah. is down. Mm-hmm. He, I think there's two pieces of this. Minutes are also down mm-hmm. to 24.9 yeah. from 30. I think there are two things I want to address about Giddy is I think the fit is more problematic today than it was, or we even could have assumed it would have been because we were always concerned about how he was going to share like those ball, the ball handling or, or the kind of lead guard minutes with Shea, but mm-hmm. now he's the third option yeah. behind Dub as well. Like to see Dub's kind of ascent is directly connected to Giddy's kind of I don't know, floundering, yeah. trying to figure out his way forward. Yeah. The, I think the other thing that's important to not ever neglect, especially for a 20-year-old young man, is like all of the personal stuff over the course of this year, there's no way it hasn't directly and problematically affected his on-court game as well. Right. Yeah, of course. Right. And yeah. so I'm like, I, that's why I'm a little bit slower on the, you got to trade, Giddy. I do wish they would maybe move him to the bench potentially yeah well i mean listen they acquired a six foot eight forward that can shoot at the deadline you know Mm -hmm. and it's not that he's going to directly take all of giddy's minutes right away but would it surprise you if they got to like round two of the playoffs and so just to be clear we're talking about bismack talking about bismack (laughs) biombo he's three for three this season (laughs) see 100 100 he's six foot eight 250 pounds, long arms. He's going to take that. No. You know what I mean, though? Yeah. yeah. Like, we'll, we'll see what happens. I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to take him out of the starting lineup, but you just wonder if, and we saw it a little bit against Orlando, and it, and it happened almost by default because J Dub got hit in the throat by, I think, Jonathan Isaac, and he had to go out of the game, and in comes Josh Giddy. And they went on a run as Josh kind of led the team. You know, he pushed the pace. He yep. found guys in transition. He scored in transition himself. It just makes you wonder, like, you put Josh out there with Chet and the shooters off the bench. Like, that's yeah. just a much more tenable situation for him. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, the problem is you want to give – You want Dub to you want, that you want your future superstar – to it, have the put, ball in puts, his hands it all the time. It the odd man out. And we yeah. were wondering if it would eventually be that. Yeah. I think the Thunder will have some decisions to make this summer. Um, but, I mean, we're watching Trey Mann. And I know there's a Twitter question about this later. But you're watching Trey Mann for the Hornets. And it's you're three games in. So, there's no – you cannot. We've seen Trey Mann do exactly what he just did. Mm-hmm. So, we don't know what it's going to long-term look like for him. But mm-hmm. – the early returns are a lot of positivity because he's having opportunity on a team with low expectations. And I, I just wonder, I think, not just for the Thunder's future, but for Josh, Josh's future. Oh, yeah. 
is to get him into an opportunity where he can be more him. Yeah, for sure. I just think is going to be necessary. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. This is not just. I mean, it's going to be both sides that are going to have to figure this out. And I think there is like a a genuine uh, desire on both sides for it to get figured out here. For sure. But you know, we'll we'll see if If, it if if they can actually do it. But you know, and there, I mean, you should want to figure it out. Josh is clearly so talented. Very talented. And like has, and has a shown lot it ahead of legitimate of NBA games. Yeah, and he's not yeah. this isn't he has not reached his full potential at all. He's what, twenty one? Yeah. yeah, he's twenty one. Twenty one years old. Second youngest guy on the team. Yeah. He's younger than J Dub. Yeah, by like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. J Dub's thirty. So like even <laughs> Nobody's with, talking about that. Even I think it's kind of needs Hayward. to be dealt with. <laughs> even with Hayward now. The best, the best possible situation is you can use Giddy in the games that it makes the most, in the, that it makes the most sense. And if mm-hmm. it's not working in those fourth quarters where you have to pull Giddy, mm-hmm. look, you have Gordon Hayward. Maybe that makes more sense to have a spot up shooter in that position than yeah. than someone like Giddy. Which the so. games, the hard part though is I'm like, what games does it make sense? All you have to do is like, the more teams that just stop playing around and just put their big on Giddy, it made sense to get like the Dallas Mavericks game. I'm just like, what? It's those. It's those. Are we doing? Yeah. Like, get him off the floor. He's just sitting in the corner. Just. Well, and he didn't play that much in that game. Yeah, know? but he played just enough to be problematic. Yeah, there it's, was a lot. There was a lot more problems with uh, the team that I mean, day. Yeah, the Mavericks scored forty-seven in the first quarter. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, maybe a couple of those corner threes would have helped <laughs> if we would have just. If he would have just made two corner threes, we could have. It would have been forty. You know, they, they could have beat the Thunder by twenty nine. You know, that that game in itself was really frustrating. Afternoon and, games, and people really wanted to like throw the book at Giddy after it. And the thing was, like, the problem was the defense. Like, the defense was the problem. We needed somebody to blame. Well, and also, yeah. am I re- am I misremembering Found somebody? This? Wasn't there a Dallas game before? Where they sold off of Giddy and Giddy really came through in the fourth quarter. Wasn't there a game in December? Was that against Dallas? Boston was one of the games. Oh, that Boston! I remember I'm thinking of Boston vividly, yeah, Boston where Giddy killed them because yeah. they put Porzingis on him and they kept they kept and they sinking. just double. He was really good sink, in that game. And yeah, Giddy yeah. made him pay for it. That's the thing. Like, and you 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 one you don't want whether it's like make or miss. You don't want it to be make or miss for Josh in those games. Because it's not fair to him. It's not fair to even the team to be like, "Hey, if you're making them, great. If you're not, get out of here." You need to figure. You need to figure out something that's more sustainable than that. Mm-hmm. You know, for it to work for him. And maybe they can. Maybe they can't. But and by the way, if they can find Gordon Hayward and Giddy, we're talking about them like they can kind of, you know, rotate them out. But. If Giddy can run a unit with Chet and shooters, Gordon Hayward can be out there, and now yeah. you're huge. Yeah, totally. Like now he you could, are massive. Yeah, he could. That could be a part of what helps Josh is to have an additional, you know, shooter playmaker out there with him. So I, I also love we'll I see. love the way that they've and, and I'm probably just only remembering the last week, but I'm like, isn't it different this year? With the trade deadline being before the All-Star break? It's been that way for a few years. Or is it the... I'm thinking about buyouts, maybe. I can't remember, but there's... I love the fact... All that... The point I'm trying to make, sorry, is that I love that 
Gordon has this like two week training camp. Yeah. Where he's just working to understand the way this team plays and who mm-hmm. they are. And par- so probably it's more injury related is like, hey, we don't have to rush him back. We only have yeah. three games after the trade deadline. Mm-hmm. The fact that they've got him, you know, hopefully training and, you know, recovering well. And I, I can't remember what the name of the guy was that you had on for the Hornets. Uh, yeah, Richie Randall. Yeah. But mm-hmm. talking about, you know, could it be that it was the training? You know, staff. staff. Yeah, that they're going to fire their whole training staff yeah. in Charlotte. I'm like... I mean, they've had problems with not just Gordon. Yeah, LaMelo's been off and on out his entire career. Yeah. And so just like... And this is the glass half full kind of perspective yeah, of yeah. him. But yeah, yeah. I just do wonder, in this new role with the Thunder, if you could see a, a far more kind of revitalized version of Gordon Hayward. But mm-hmm. of course, and also optimistic. take. Also, he might just be like that solid veteran guy who can give you 15 to 20 solid minutes when you need it. Be our Karan Butler. Uh, Just whip the ball off the side of the backboard when when it needs it. You know? Arg. Yarg. The pirate. He's a pirate. Um, so Shea last year, even Shea, I mean, Shea has improved. So last Which year. Which is crazy. I was looking at that. <laughs> he's better than he was last year. He's better than he was last year. He was 30.8 points per game. He's 31 this season. He was 4.7 boards. He's 5.5 this season. He was 5.7 assists. He's 6.5 this season. He's 1.6 steals last season. He's 2.2 this season. Um, he's He was over a block per game last season. It's pretty impressive. He was like one of the first guards since Dwayne Wade to like have this kind of stat line. Uh, he's below that now. He's 0.9. But last year, he was 50, 34, 91 on 10 free throw attempts. He's shooting... Oh, like over one less than he did last year from the free throw line, but he's 54, 37, 88 shooting splits. 54 is crazy, really crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, he also doesn't have as many driving responsibilities because like J-Dub and Chet are like taking some of those from him. He was 35 drives per game at the All-Star break. That's crazy. Like the, use, like the, the usage there is insane. He's down to 23.9, which still leads the league, by the way. Um, J-Dub at the break last year, 12 points, 12, 3, and 3, essentially. He's 19, 4, and 4 with a steal and a block. This season, 54, 45, 81 shooting splits. A steal and a – J-Dub's at a block per game. Unless I just typed it wrong. Yeah, I, I was shocked by that. That may be wrong. <laughs> now that you're saying it, it feels wrong. <laughs> um. Hopefully it's not wrong. Let's see. Let's see. I'm gonna say it's wrong. It feels wrong. Yeah, he's half half a block. Why okay. did I put one block? He's at half a block. You meant yeah. one half. Yeah, I meant one half. Yeah, half a block per game. Um, he's he's been ridiculous, and his uh, efficiency is just. Well, you look at his his estimated plus minus, which is like this like new all encompassing stat, and you can. Com- I had a, a friend send me this on twitter but you can look at his epm compared to other players and he put in um j-dub jimmy butler james harden anthony edwards Mm -hmm. and he and ant edwards have the same epm this at age 22 this year the same one so how do estimated plus minus and his is like higher than jimmy butler's higher than james harden's was 
So it's just it's like it's a What does it mean though? It's a it's an all-encompassing stat that's like showing impact on the court. Okay. And so you you can put in like by age and like people's you can put in like different people's names and it'll just like spit out this chart. Um, he also put in is an EDM a start a type of music. It is, yeah. Uh, what does that stand for? Electronic, electronic dance music. Oh, <laughs> could have just taken a minute. Isn't that, that kind of out. like an electronic music that you like gets you to dance? Gets yeah, you to no, dance? Is that what we're it? talking about? Is that how we're evaluating <laughs> players today? How much are they dancing? Let's see. Uh, he also put in Kevin Durant, Shea, Westbrook, and Harden all in. And at age 22, J-Dub has the highest estimated plus minus of all of those guys. Rock on. It's crazy. Yeah, he's a, he's a star. He's the star. Also, Shea, at age 25, has like an EPM higher than Kevin, Westbrook, and Harden by like, Combined. By like a mile. Yeah, by really? a by a lot. I mean, this is his. These are that's Westbrook, Harden, and Durant. This is Shea. Oh, jeez, I didn't even see that. Line. Yeah, for those of you who are just listening, he's so, pointing to his computer. I'm screen. pointing to my computer screen, and there's a dot much <laughs> higher than the let other. Let me dots. tell you. Let me tell you. Okay. This chart. Whoa. This yeah. chart backs up what Andrew said. I. Uh, it's. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. You know what's. I wonder, kind of looking at trends as we come back out of the All-Star break, number one, I'm so grateful the Thunder have like nine days off, uh, which is great. Although they're going to Indianapolis, but I mean, come on. They're at least not playing like legitimate games. But the last two games heading into the All-Star break, both Dub and Shea scored 30 points back-to-back, right? Yeah. Which is the first time apparently in their entire tenure together that they've done that consecutively. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I do wonder... It, if this is the step, because Dub was better post All Star break last year than he was beforehand, which is not abnormal for players who are young, mm-hmm. you know, within reason. A lot of rookies hit that wall, but I just am like, if if these two start playing like that one two punch and continue that direction, yeah, over the All Star break, like they could make a crazy run for mid fifties, if not sixty wins. I mean, I think if they were like slightly below 500 the rest of the season, they would win 50 games. Yeah, they're at 50 for sure. But I'm like, could you get to 60? I mean, it's not impossible. First seed in the West? And that guy wasn't even invited to be part of the freaking USA team. I'm with Andrew, though. I kind of like that. Tell him every day. Tell him every single day. Yeah. Give Give him a bigger chip on his shoulder. Tell him what... Have it be his alarm clock every morning. But, like, also, like, just remember, Shea's still better. You know? Think, you got to remind him Shea's still better. Oh, yeah. Well, I don't think you have to remind him. I think you might have to remind J-Dub. He's kind of got that confidence that makes me Dude, it doesn't matter. So, the biggest difference, like, he's he's not. We've only seen that that matters. He's not Harden. Mm. Like, Harden was on the bench. Like, there's a lot of things that make this different. Like, Dub is getting his. Yeah, he's getting it. He's getting his recognition. He's getting. I mean, it's true. Oh, he. Can I can't get remember it. who was that posted it, but there's a whole video of Tim Legler and SVP just raving about Dub, and yeah. Legler's like, I don't know if he can sustain this, yeah. but he's legit, and yeah. he's very, very good. If this is who they get out of their guy, why wouldn't they be able to win against anybody? Mm-hmm. To have two wings that can do all of the things they do because they're not. 
it's not just the fact that, oh, there we got one scorer and one playmaker. It's like, no, dude, they, they're literally can almost do the exact same thing mm-hmm. at an incredibly high level mm-hmm. with tremendous efficiency. Yeah. Because that's, that's one of the largest differences from some of those earlier teams. Their efficiency for both of them. Yeah. It's just like Dub has statistics that are like comparable to bigs in the NBA as far as his field goal percentage. Mm-hmm. He and yeah, he and Shea at the rim are both above 70%. <laughs> I'm like, well, and they they make so much sense playing together too because yes, they can both drive, but Shea is so much more the the point guard, the lead man in this situation. Mm-hmm. And the fact that J-Dub is an amazing three-point shooter. Yeah, he's like makes it yeah, fit 45%. Better. Well, 45%. The, even Shea, though, Shea has been shooting. He's we see it right in. now. Like, you're seeing what it is. But if you take just the last 10 to 15 games, he's shooting in the 40s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's really good. So I'm like, you, you look at this. And, and then to add on top of that, both of them are not just willing defenders, but are highly, highly effective on ball and help defenders. Like, mm-hmm. it is, there is all of the hype. All of the hype for this team is totally justifiable Yeah, because of those two guys. And I'm not, we're not even scratching the surface on the fact that they maybe have, we talked about this earlier in the season, they may have a depth in four through 15 that yeah. this team has never had. Yeah. Yeah. And we haven't talked about Chet. Yeah, I know. And that's like what I'm what, saying. Like, like what he is. Chet, or you go back to, I mean, Jay will. We, we're burying the lead. Like, I don't think Biombo's playing much. I don't think so either. That's a Twitter question. Yeah, I know. That's why I stole that. And I was hoping you wouldn't mention let's that. Let's get but, to it. Yeah. Hey, listen, we re- realize that we ask Twitter questions and then read like one or two each week. And so here's what we're going to try to do today. So we're going to try to answer all of the Twitter 25 questions. 25 Twitter questions. Let's do it. Let's all take right. a quick break before Yeah, we let's do take that. a quick break. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it's time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com dunk. That's linkedin.com slash dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. My, um, my roster, and I'm going to go with uh, Jamie Jackass. With Jackass. Jamie Jackass. <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, and we're back after that quick break. Now it's time for some Twitter questions. Twitter questions. You've got questions and you ask them on Twitter. Now we answer them 
down to it. Jimmy. All right. Our first Twitter question comes from Dr. Matt Young, PhD1. Can we rank the top five Jalens? Brunson, Williams, Brown, Johnson, Duran, Green. Who's left out? So who are all the Jalens in the league, and how would we rank them? So mm. Brunson, Jalen Green, Jalen Williams, McDaniels, Suggs, Smith, Duran, Jalen Johnson. I would, I would go dub number one, right? Over Brunson? Over Brunson? Yeah. I yeah. feel like that's a pretty homer take. You know what? It is. I'll take it though. I'm with you. <laughs> okay. But those are one and two. If if yeah, the Knicks called, if the Knicks called and said, no. "Hey, I'm well, t- there's another question later on is like who would you reasonably okay. trade dub for?" I'm like, "I don't know what that list is." Well, we can we can we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Do you have some ideas yeah, of people? Sure. Yeah, Gosh. for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um Yeah, I mean, if we're Goodness. talking like trade value rankings, Jalen Jalen Dub Williams is the number 1. Yes. That's true. I mean, based on EDM, based on dancing, then I would go Brunson. That dubstep? That's dubstep. That's pretty good. Oh, J dubstep. J J dubstep. Um, so I go dub Brunson. Also, maybe corn. McDaniel's or Durin next? Um. I don't care. Yeah, McDaniel's probably McDaniel's. McDaniel's, Duran, and then Will, Jalen Johnson. I guess J. I guess there's other spellings of Jalen. No, J. Okay. J. Will. Don't do this. Jalen Brown. Oh yeah, duh. Jalen Brown number three. two. Two. Jalen Brown's really good. People just hate, love to just hate. Over him. Brunson, though? you got Brunson, Dub, and Brown. No, I'm putting Brunson over Brown. <sighs> I feel bad for Jalen Brown. I don't why? know why people hate him so much. I don't hate him. I don't hate him, but why? Dude, Jalen Brunson's having Jaylen one Brunson, of the best. He's, he's really good. He's really good. Yeah, we'll give it to him. Fine. Jalen Brown, okay, three. Thank you. Oh, well, the sure. definitive list of Jalen's. Thank you. He finally earned it. Come Goodness. on. Goodness. Um, at Ben Kiesling. Thoughts on Trey Mann's performance against the Hawks? Seems like he's fitting in nicely with the Hornets. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, he's able to do everything we knew he could do. Like we said before, I think uh, something that was really interesting in that interview you had with Richie yeah, was he was saying, yeah, his um, his assists have been up, but he hasn't really been passing players open. I'm like, okay, good. You see it. That's exactly what it is. He's not. He's good at passing. And he has had some really good passes here. He can pass. He can be a lead ball handler. But he's a lead ball handler scorer. Yeah. And he's able to do that um, on the Hornets, obviously, because, look, they just traded for him, and he's like, what, their number one usage player right now? Yeah. But, but I mean, for now. We'll see. Right. We'll see what it looks like when LaMelo comes back and then eventually gets injured again and then comes back <laughs> again after that. We'll see what it looks again. like. We'll see what it looks like. Uh, yeah, I mean, Trey's been really good. It's not a surprise. We've seen Trey be really good on a team that is middling to bad before and can take the ball and can create space whenever he wants, mm-hmm. and he can do a, a little bit of everything. But like the problem is like the guys that occupy that space on this team are superstars, 
and there's just not room for Trey to like be Trey here, and they recognize that. And I, and I think like everybody with with the Thunder organization, I assume, is like rooting for Trey and like wants him to be successful there, and he's doing great. That's that's all I have to say about that. I don't know why I said the Forrest Gump line. Okay, at Gunnison underscore. What's the Forrest Gump line? That's all I got to say about that. That's all uh, I have to say about that. That's what he says that. whenever he's talking about Vietnam, yeah. about his death. Yeah. Sad, man. Mm. It's really sad. You guys want to talk about it? Um, that movie made me sad. Isn't it weird they made a whole restaurant, like, chain? Isn't it crazy that Tillman Fertitta's entire existence is off of the Bubba Gump Shrimping Company restaurant? Yeah, I love that. That's as American as it gets. Now he owns the Rockets. It's awesome. Yeah. Grant I mean, Gunnison. I don't think it's exactly that. And but he might be involved with the mafia. That makes more sense. Yeah. Greg Gunnison, Sam's Club, Costco, or On Cue Hot Dog? Dude, I thought about this extensively. Yeah. Uh, I'm going Costco. It's Costco. I don't know. Actually, no, I'm not. Sorry. That's not what I said. Can <laughs> that I, is what you said. Can I just tell you the downfall of... So it should be On Cue. Why? Oh, really? Because of the way they're cooked. I will take a rolled dog over a boiled, steamed or boiled dog all day, every day. Hmm. Wow. The failure is the buns at on cue are always borderline stale. Mm-hmm. They're hard. And then you get the ones from Costco or Sam's and it's like, it's just perfect Fresh. combo. Yeah. The you know, Sam's dog is so good. They're, you, that's six one way half a dozen. They're both the same. Costco. Yeah, I was going to say, isn't it like about the it's same? It's so much the same. It's the same person. But yeah. who started it though? Costco should get the. <laughs> Costco have, gets the win. They started it. Sam's Club copied it. Is that true? Absolutely. I, I think so. I mean, I have no. I'm pretty sure that Sam's entire existence is a knockoff of Costco. Oh really? Yes. Yeah. No. I didn't oh, know. Yeah, for sure. I just. I mean, I knew Sam's first. But that's because they were I here saw first. first. I love you first. <laughs> Uh yeah, I did too, but I just I'm a I like them both, you know. Nah, Costco gets the credit in my book. Come on. Dude, cares, also, the man? bread matters, Jay. I know you want to say it's on Q's dog. It doesn't. You're not. It's on the Q's bread dog, is a big part of the. It's dude. The it's huge. That's what I'm saying. That's why I was like elevating him at first, and I'm like, but I can't. I can't put them up there. Now I don't know about Quick Trip. Oklahoma City is getting its first Quick Trip in the Moore area mm-hmm. uh, here very shortly. There's going to be one right by my house, so I'll give that a shot. I'll come back with my update. Okay. I have a friend who is in charge of like product stuff at OnQ. I will let him know. Tell him that their buns the, suck. I'll tell him. Because they changed the game. They used to have them where they were down underneath and they were in their little plastic things. Yeah. And there was a reason they stopped, okay? Yeah. Because first off, I'm realizing as I say this, I know too much about gas station food. But number two <laughs> is... They, I'm right there with you, man. No they, shame, they dude. They stopped doing it for a while and then they put them in these bags. So they like come pre-bagged and it's like they're just... They're not... You need them to have some like mush to them a right, little yeah. bit, and Gotta you need them to at mush. least be warmed. Right. Yeah, they're not even warmed. No, they're Got not. A rat, rat. You're right. I mean, Sam's. I mean, Sam's. They're just pulling them out of the bag and making them for you, wrapping it up. Yeah, fresh. It's hot. Dog. It's and then good. once it's in that foil, it takes the takes the bun down to the perfect consistency and warmth. Yeah, it's great. It's really good. It's a good dog. It um, is a good dog. All they need for me, mm-hmm. if you want to take it to another level, mm-hmm. is just. A couple runs of Whataburger spicy ketchup. If they had yeah. that on their little rack, that's the winner. Uh, can we not move so on bring from it with gas me. station food? I know that we need rock. to get to different Twitter questions. The on cues that cook that We're have do the two kitchen. Again. We're going to do three again. The on cues that have the kitchen with the pizza, the pizza is good. 
Dude, the pizza is good. At on cue? Yes. And you know what you do? You take it no. to the toppings bar and you put pickled jalapeno, pickled banana peppers okay, on there. No, I didn't get do that. ranch. Drizzle ranch on it. All that's free. You can really load up the, the pizza and uh it, it's here, good. Dude, I am They put Taylor, butter on the on the crust. Taylor is speaking all my language here because wow. I didn't know. their pizza's good. Their breakfast burritos really good. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's good. It's a little pricey. Like yeah, the burgers dude, and stuff. We don't it's need a little pricey. But even their pizza, you get out of there for four thirty three for a slice of pizza. Yeah, but it's a thick slice too. I mean you can four thirty three. Four thirty three for a slice of pizza. You can go almost get a whole hot. I was gonna say it's I can a big go, wedge. Go over here to All American and get a whole pizza for six bucks. Yeah. Yeah, but that's I mean, not a gas not station. Yeah, it's also not a gas station. They're working for convenience. Yeah. I don't have to call and order it. All Americans. You good. walk right in, get it. Go. What? <laughs> the Anki pizza, pizza is far superior to an all American pizza, but really? I understand. Yeah. It is. It's good. Check it out. Wow. Hard to believe. Um, is it at, <laughs> at, all American? Hard to believe. At, wow. At Cast Rabbit. I like it. Hi, I'm a Los too. Angelino who, because I'm a contrarian, became a Sonics fan. I followed the team to OKC and have been a Rabbit fan ever since. Never miss a game on League Pass. I'm coming to OKC for the first time to see the Clip and Wiz games. Ooh. Right here after the All-Star break. Very cool. Uh, suggestions for vegetarian food. Tell them, Taylor. Um, loaded Bowl That's is it. really good. It's the best. <laughs> Um, their most, mac and cheese, their buffalo mac and cheese, the loaded bowl, yeah, is so good. It's really good. They yeah. have really good uh, fake proteins. You get my favorite's a buffalo chicken. Yep, but spelled C H I K apostrophe N. Mm. Chicken, chicken. <laughs> um, chicken. Flower child. Flower child is really good, but they. I think they have flower child out there. Do what they? about a plant? Plant is great too. Plant is good. That's more like vegan, fresh, sal- if you want like salads, smoothies, stuff like that. If you're in, so here's what's cool about Oklahoma is if you're 15, 20 years ago, probably not a lot of options. Yeah. Tons of vegetarian options, or at least vegetarian friendly. Yeah, for sure. The mule has good options, Penny in yeah. the chat said. Yeah, yeah that's true. The mule. Yeah. That's true, true, true. Also, I'm glad you said vegetarian, you can easily eat a lot of places here. Vegan, yeah. it's a Vegan's little more harder. challenging, yeah. for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Uh, at Fluky, a report came out that New Orleans is splitting up Zion and Ingram. This was a Eastern Conference executive that off the re- or not off the record um, on background said they think that they're going to split Zion and Brandon Ingram. Uh, should Presti look into getting Ingram as the small forward power forward in the starting five? And what would he cost? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think Brandon Ingram is the best fit. Would it be like a really nice talent upgrade? Absolutely. But again, do we want to take the ball out of Jalen's hands or out of Shea's hands? Because that's what you'd have to do for Ingram to work here. I mean, he takes 16 shots a game. Mm -hmm. You know, he's 36, he's a career 36% from three. It's not like he's some like lights out shooter either. I mean, he's a good shooter, but he's mostly like off the dribble. Yeah, Brandon Ingram's like a a tall NBA scorer, which is what Shea and J-Dub are. I don't think he's like going to be a, a star role player or anything like that. Yeah, yeah I think I think for Thunder fans, you have to be thinking role player. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. and you're not going to get Ingram to like come in and fit that role. You know what we need? A Shane Battier. 
Yeah. Think yeah. Come back. What was a uh, James Posey? James Posey. Isn't that a guy? It was a guy. Yeah, I'd aim a little higher than James Posey. <laughs> <laughs> James Posey won a championship, what, with the Celtics and then... The Heat. And the Heat. He was that guy that I'm pretty sure built like his entire rest of his career off of playing really well in a couple playoff series. Yeah, for sure. Dude, there's a, there's a geese party out in your front yard, man. EDM. Geese uh, DM. Yeah. Drives me crazy. Um, you want me to go hit one with my car? Please, no, well, don't, because you could get in big trouble. I've always heard that. Is that real? Yeah. I wouldn't do it anyway. I pretty Dude, much try to not kill bird. anything. That's a scissor tail fly catcher. Yeah, that's a lie. That's what those are. Um, <laughs> what? Yeah, geese and scissor tail fly Ingram, <laughs> Ingram is two and a half attempts. He's 38% on catch and shoots. So, he's, I mean, he's better catch and shoot than he is off the dribble, but still. Uh, at Boatman Clayton, Jay Will looked good against the Magic. Is there a reality where Jay Will continues this and Bismack gets zero minutes? Would this be the best case scenario? Did this guy copy your take? No, Jay? I stole it. From, oh, okay. I thought mm -hmm. you were being serious, but you knew oh. I stole it. Yes, I think that is what's going to happen. I think Bismack is there for spot minutes if a big is giving us more problems than usual. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I think Jay Will you hear him? would be ideal. Oh yeah, and I see him. They're He's trying to. They've been trying point. to. They're getting ready to try to lay eggs and trying to do it in my backyard. And I'm. I if you want to see me look like an insane person, <laughs> just <laughs> me see a male and female geese in my backyard, and I just I'll run wherever I am. Wait, I'm at. you I in the them. middle of their. I, well, they're not doing anything, but they're like scout. You can tell that they're scouting out safe places to lay eggs. Oh, and they, I'm hell bent on them not doing it in my backyard. Mm -hmm. So, which means it's going to happen. Um, at Matt Sanderson, NBA. Gosh, I just do you have cameras in your backyard? No. Oh, I need that footage. It would be. Like, <laughs> would, and they like stand up. To you. I'm, I'm no, they run away. But when they lay eggs, they will stand up to you. Yeah. And they're like, they go crazy. They go crazy. Yeah. Put your kids at danger. Yeah. It, they like, it's, it's a bad deal. Well, I get in trouble. Is there self-defense? Is there like a make my day law for geese? Like if one of them comes after <laughs> me, I just wring his neck. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. God, what a messed up like nickname for that law. Make my day. Ugh. Yeah, that's. Yeah. Okay. Mass Anderson. Thoughts on Hayward's fit in the starting lineup and moving Giddy to replace the minutes off the bench. I mean, like we that's like a very natural thought to have, is what I would say. I don't think it's gonna happen, but I think it's like a very natural like basketball thought to have about this team. And I don't think it's gonna happen. I think it's gonna happen. It'd be cool if it did. At Connor underscore Donovan. If you could bring back one OKC jersey, what would it be? I'm torn between the turquoise Native American ones and the throwback to the red OKC Hornets ones from when they played here. I mean, to me, it's that it's the native the native ones. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, those were. Cool. Can you imagine like how cool like some of the guys on this team would look in that jersey? Yes, like they would be really really cool. I yeah. liked the uh, memorial ones with the gold bush. Yeah, yeah, the black—they're kind of blackish, right? They yeah, were they're black, black yeah. and gold. Yeah, those I've are cool. Those. those are cool. What about the NASCAR ones? I've got one of those too. I'm kind of into that one because they were yeah. super on sale. 
And I was like, yeah, I'll take a Shea jersey in that color. Well, and- that, that was during the the pandemic season where there were no fans. Mm-hmm. Was that jersey? They they were going to have a court like that, Ooh. but they ended up not doing it because no one was going to be there. Yeah. Um. Anyways, but I would probably go the native ones. Those are actually really cool. Uh, at Rob Spencer O two, who's your favorite Gordon of all time? Gordon Bombay, Jim Gordon, Jeff Gordon. Who you got? Ramsey. Oh, yeah, God, Gordon Ramsey. Let's just type Gordon. I went to his Google. restaurant here in Oklahoma City on Friday for Valentine's Day. Was he it good? With my wife. With my wife. I yeah. I said, what? <laughs> Was it good? Do you mean what he does? He have a restaurant? Yeah, it's literally what he does. Here? Yeah, down Where? in Chisholm Creek. Really? Yeah. yeah. Oh. Ramsey's Kitchen. Yeah, I did not know that. It's good. It was good. Is it expensive? Uh, I mean, what isn't expensive these days? True. Costco. Shoot, gas station pizza is four thirty four. Yeah, for yeah. real. Depends on where That's the tax is. That's why you got to really take them out on the jalapenos. <laughs> I'm gonna get my peppers. money back on these fixins. <laughs> get my money back on these fixins. <laughs> take some ranch packets, put them in your pocket. <laughs> Every, I don't even buy ketchup anymore. I just take one no, of their little jars. Yeah. Although oh they sit gosh. out all day. Aren't you supposed to refrigerate ketchup? Do y'all refrigerate ketchup? It's not packets of ketchup. No, but they no. have like containers. Yeah, uh, we refrigerate it. Yeah. Uh, what about butter? True. Do y'all leave butter on the counter? I do. I don't do that either. No. You, can, um, you definitely you, can. You definitely can. What about uh, raw meat? Do you just leave it on the counter? For 30 minutes before you cook it, yeah. Dude, that's, God, that's beef. Beef? Don't, I don't want to do that with many other things. Salmon, too. You want to do a steak. You don't want to do it without like hamburger meat. Um, Sting the musician's <laughs> name is Gordon. Really? Yep. Is it uh, Gordon Sting? Um, I'm looking at famous Gordons. There's a lot of people I don't know. <laughs> That's a shocker. Gordon Moore? Nope. Gordon H. Smith? Nope. Gordon England? Nope. Gordon Bell? I think we already finished this question. Yeah, I think it's Gordon Ramsay. Okay. Um... <laughs> At think of a card on a scale of your choosing, what's the likelihood that OKC has top three top twenty players on this team before this window closes? A scale of my choosing. Uh, hmm. Favorite members of the podcast. <laughs> uh, so on Andrew to Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, I think it's pretty likely, actually. I think it's very likely. I think it's like. Chick Fil A likelihood that it's going to happen. I just think those three are so good. It's crazy. It's insane. Um, at Thunder Hardwood with thirty plus million OKC has in cap space this summer, what is the most realistic outcome for how the money gets used? Resign Hayward, trade for a contract, ride until next year's deadline, or do we continue to improve to the draft? I think that they will re-sign Hayward if he wants to stay for a pretty reasonable deal. And then I think whoever else is up between Wiggins and like whatever you can do to keep the guys you have. I or you just give Lindy thirty million dollars. Why not? <laughs> I think they they could extend um Isaiah Joe. Yes. Which is, I think something that will happen. They could extend Wiggins as well. Which are two things that I think are on the table. Uh, they could re-sign Gordon. They could sign and trade Gordon, 
and bring in somebody else, which is I, also possible. I just don't know. Are they going to like? Uh, are there any contracts out there that the Thunder could absorb for you know better capital to maybe put together a larger trade? You know, like could you? I don't. I, I don't have any idea who's out there. That's yeah. I mean, I haven't come through everybody yeah. yet to see, but that that's also on the table. I mean, they're going to be opportunistic with their cap space. Whether that's be like to retain their own players or to get more draft capital would be my guess, would be the most likely ways that it will be used. And it will probably be used to retain their own players, would be my guess. Um, if they win the championship this year, mm-hmm. does that change how they look at the draft? Probably not. It probably doesn't change any of their plans. I mean, we'll see if they win the championship at Pepsi United top five power <laughs> rankings of teams that you want to face in the first round team who would who would you who do you want to face in the first round um no one the Spurs I kind of want to buy <laughs> do they have to be realistic playoff teams yeah I mean <laughs> yeah I would say yeah uh, the so Pistons? The, the crazy th- I mean everybody's good in the west from one to oh, ten trailblazers um, so it's like Hayward or Hayward Warriors. Why am I saying Hayward? <laughs> Hayward. What's wrong with me? Who's your favorite Gordon? War- <laughs> Let's go back to the Gordon question. <laughs> I need to dig deeper. I need to talk more about Gordon Lightfoot. Who are the most famous historical Gordons. Um, Warriors, Lakers, Kings, Mavericks are all in the play-in right now, which are could all be a first-round opponent. They made me want to throw up all four of them. Yeah. yeah, I agree. Pelicans might be the one that I want to play the most. Yeah. That might be number one, because then it's like Suns, Nuggets, Clippers, Wolves. It's like, oh my god, god, the it's, West is a gauntlet, man. The West is so tough. I mean, we're and you've got to. I mean, you've got to realize as a Thunder fan that most teams are looking at the Thunder with the least amount of intimidation of playing them because of their age. Because of their age, same thing with the Wolves. It's like both teams haven't really been through it yet. So yeah, let's play them because like Clippers, Nuggets, Suns, Mavs. Lakers, Warriors have all been through it. The Kings have only... That's another one. It would probably be like Pelicans, Kings. Dude, the Kings play us really well, though. Except for the last time where the Except Thunder the just time. embarrassed them. Yeah, well, yeah. demolished what, them. You know, what have you done for so me good. lately? Well, and it'll be a big deal. Like I think that's why... for like I can't remember if it was a Hoop Collective or Zach Lowe, but somebody's talking about how important it is for the Nuggets. Like They really thrive with home court advantage. Mm-hmm. Although they only, I think, lost one game basically in the say, playoffs like last year, but didn't lose last year. But it's, I think that to be able to get teams to travel up to Denver for you know a majority of games, I don't know. The West going through Denver was way harder for them this mm-hmm. year. It could be Minnesota, which is not quite the same, you know, or, or Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. But Oklahoma City, I think, has won seventy five percent of their home games. Like, there's a you want home court advantage. Yeah, for make sure. a run at it. Let's go. Let's go. At Rika Hathaway, I'm planning to come to Oklahoma City for the first time from New Zealand. Woo! I'm undecided whether I should come for at least the first round of the playoffs or the first few weeks of the season in October. When's the best time to come to Oklahoma City as a tourist? Well, you picked the right two seasons. Mm-hmm. The only reason I would encourage you to do October is because if you show up in the playoffs, also a potential for tornadoes. Which yeah, I know that's for true. people that aren't from here, it kind of freaks them out. It's true. But... April is a really fun season in Oklahoma. Like you have the Memorial Marathon, so a ton of people come into town. Mm-hmm. You've got obviously playoff basketball is going to be here, which is 
brings a lot of energy to the space as well. And then spring is beautiful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're not going to go wrong either one of those. I would say come do it in the playoff, first round of the playoffs. Because then there's like all the, especially if you're a Thunder fan, that's the when the city is the most out. like yeah. thundered out. Yeah. So I would, I would say that. I would say that too. Last question. At Johnny Thunder 16 to Andrew, when you hosted Andrew Heaney, was it hard for you to refrain from saying, I'm my wife, every time Andrew mentioned his wife? I applaud your journalistic discipline. Um, no, it wasn't that hard. It's hard for me to not do it in every capacity of my life. Yeah. My I'll, life. I'll say my life. During a sermon, I'll I was say gonna my say. wife, and I'm like, my wife. <laughs> my wife. <laughs> uh, it is. It's wild. Wild. <laughs> it's changed my it's changed my entire life. Oh my gosh. Are you guys miffed and are you peeved? Miff. 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 Miffed and peeved. You guys miffed or peeved? Yeah, man. Yeah. Trying to trying to be like Andrew. Got a garage door. Huh? Opener. That's not working it anymore. Mm. My so I'm like, I thought it was so we just pulled in. Uh. Use the little home thing on our. <laughs> you okay? Did you just do something in my garage door? Mm. No, the 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 thing won't like our little clickers and the things on the car and all of those. They're not working, and so I did like the whole thing where I'm trying to like rule out all these different options, like replace all the batteries and reset all of the codes and all those different things. Come to find out, it's the I think it's the motherboard on the. Or opener itself. Oh, no. I have to pull it off and replace it this weekend. Oh, that's no fun. So it's one hundred fifty dollars. Look what happened to my garage door yesterday. What did you do that for? I didn't do it. What happened? It broke. Oh no, that's a pretty easy metal fix. Piece, I think. Like, wow. No, it like snapped. Oh, it snapped. Yeah, that's terrible. Metal broke. So hey, man, we're both there with garage problems. You know. Wow. Not cool. Anyway, I just was... I don't know what else to be mad about. I'm pretty yeah. G and beat. I was mad that I missed uh, Fry Pod last week. I yeah. think I got sodium poisoning <laughs> from eating too much Chinese food, and I'm serious. You know when you order Chinese food from a hole-in-the-wall place, and it's like they give you so much food? <laughs> yeah. I ate it all. I ate it all very quickly and went straight to bed. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> And I could not wake up. Like, literally, my body couldn't work. I couldn't, like, open my eyes. Oh, and no. they were sw so swollen in the morning. And I just could I don't know what happened. It was it was weird. I think I've just reached that age where I can't, I can't just eat like that anymore. <laughs> it's a hard moment. It's very strange because it's like, oh, this literally affects my entire body. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's like I ate too much one day, and then the whole next day you feel awful. You're like, oh, huh. Yeah, you're like your face looks different. It yeah. changes your appearance. Yeah, the only way it's to weird. get the only way to really not have to deal with that is just to just keep pushing through it, and then your body gets used to it. I think yeah, you're right. That's yeah. true. You should so start I, doing it I every night. Expect for you to eat an entire. <laughs> just do it every night. Five pounds of Chinese food. <laughs> it was so much. Chinese. It I bet was it was. Insane. I bet it was so good though. It was so good. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, all right. Enjoy All-Star Weekend. We will still have shows for you guys next week in some capacity. It was so good that I I was laying on the couch, and I was I texted Michael, and I was like, do you ever get so full that you're laying on a couch, and it just feels like post-coital? 
Thunder play the Clippers <laughs> next Thursday in Oklahoma City. So we'll talk about that on Friday, uh, Monday, Wednesday. We'll we'll see. We'll see what happens. Hope you guys have a, an awesome, awesome day. We'll talk to you guys. That is how I felt that night. <laughs> Again. On Monday. <laughs>